Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the It's a New Year, January 10th, 2024. I'm Tanya Gaw. I'm the founder of Action for Canada, and this is our weekly update. Trendio, can we go straight to our beautiful map? Uh, over Christmas. I hope that you were able to have a really nice break and spend some time with family and friends and hopefully a few relationships were restored as well. I know that the last few years have been just so hard on so many people and uh, the beauty is that in 2023 a lot of people were in a position where they were waking up and beginning to realize what the government was up to and so I really do pray that you were blessed uh, during this Christmas season and we're excited about 2024. We've been in the background doing a lot of work on on different things as well. And I think the new year is going to be filled with some really great wins. I would like to bring to your attention just in case with all the Christmas vacation and time off, you might have missed our 2023 year in review wins, resources and actions, uh, actions and campaigns. And if you're watching this video and not actually here live with us, please go to the description because many of the uh, links that I'm going to be talking about in this weekly update, I'll make available there. But this is going to give you such encouragement and I think it's going to keep you motivated. We can't take our foot off the gas pedal. We are going to just keep steaming forward. Action for Canada, as well as other organizations, are having a huge impact. And I'm going to go over some really good, um, exciting wins that are happening. And uh, just in case you're not aware, and then uh, we're going to, I'm going to delve into what the Empower Hour is going to be about tonight. And it is the rise of anti-Semitism in Canada. We all see that happening with the Palestinian pro-Hamas terrorist marches on our streets, disrupting our malls and even ice skating rinks when families are out and about. These people have no respect for Western uh, principles and culture. They're bringing their war to our soil and things need to be done about that. So I'll give you some encouraging news on that as well. If you've had rising concern about mass immigration, especially from violent third world countries, that's impacting the beautiful fabric of what, uh, of what Canada is and has been in our past, our history, our foundation. And so we've got a big year ahead of us and we're going to have to deal with matters that, uh, you know, a lot of people wanted to put their head in the sand, but we don't have that option anymore. We have this amazing window of opportunity that while true, true Canadians right to their very core who love Canada, there's millions of us. We're still the majority and Trudeau is bringing in all kinds of people. Many of them don't even like the West and they will never, uh, you know, conform to our values. And so that should be concerned to all of us, but we are the majority we have an opportunity to turn it around, so I hope you'll be encouraged by this weekly update. So I'm going to start with there will be a third annual Biblical Sexuality Sunday, and that is going to be on this upcoming Sunday, January 14th. And this is encountering Bill C-4, the conversion therapy ban that the federal government put in place that attacks anybody, any parent who doesn't go along with the government putting them on their children on us. Uh, 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 puberty blockers, sterilizing them, leading to surgeries that are going to permanently medically mutilate their bodies, which of course has, against, has normally been against the law in Canada. And so pastors are going to talk about biblical sexuality between a husband and wife and what God had created. And it was really the best plan. I mean, if you were to put 
and, and um, either of, if you were to put trans people on an island, uh, they're not going to procreate, you know, unless there is actual biological male and females there. Uh, same if you put lesbians on an island, they're, they're you know, they're not going to last. There's going to be no reproduction and the same with males. And so we got to stick with reality. We got to stick with biology. What people decide to do in their be bedrooms is their business, but don't bring it in our schools and don't bring it into our television, social media and bombard us with all of this. And so I really, there's a rising amount of pastors across North America who are getting on board and uh, teaching about biblical sexuality. And so I hope that you'll share that. We had sent it out this week. And uh, so I'll just carry on. All right. And our very own Pastor Dan Vachon, who will be on the Empower Hour tonight talking about uh, Israel and anti-Semitism, etc. He's also Prepper Dan. And you have, would have seen him on past shows. Uh, we've just released a new video on tower gardens. You're going to want to watch this. You can grow those amazing vegetables all year round. And Dan goes through how to do that and how you can order a tower garden. If you want to access that, you just go down onto resources in our menu. Scroll down to food security resources and you will come to this page. And Dan has already been hard at work last year. Uh, plantain, dehydrating, tower gardens, planting, pressure canning, cooking. I mean, so many good things, so much good information to get you started. And with the government trying to interfere with the food supply, then obviously we've got to be taking measures into our own hands to keep our families fed and counter what the government is doing until we can lock all these nasty dudes up, dudes and dudettes. <laughs> all right, and here we go. Another um, good news report was a Catholic trustee had a major victory, and I've got it highlighted here. Uh, he, Del Grande, is the courageous Catholic trustee who was canceled by his TS, TCDSB, as we hear going on with many school boards, and subjected to a media lynching for opposing the addition of gender identity and gender expression. Remember, gender identity and gender expression is, is not based on any kind of science. Um, the Liberal government, for some reason, really wants to reject science. And of course, that's really, you know, trickling down and having an effect in our schools right now. As board protected grounds to to the school board's code of conduct. A three-judge panel in the Ontario Court of Appeal recently ruled in favor of Trustee DeGrand, granting him leave to appeal the negative lower court ruling, which had rejected his constitutional and administrative law arguments. So we'll have to keep an eye on that on that case. But thank goodness for the appeals court. And, uh, you know, many of the appeal co appeals court seems to be doing good jobs. But it, when it get into the hands of uh, Supreme Court justice uh, is where things seem to go south. And so that's something as well that we need to address. All right, here again, doctors call for withdrawal of psychiatry textbook promoting gender affirming care. That's down in the United States, but that should have an impact in Canada, as well as the Ohio governor signs emergency executive order banning transgender surgery for minors. Woo! <laughs> That's another one. There's 26 states down in the U.S. that are taking major actions through legislation and passing bills to uh, prohibit all of this um, advancement that the LGBTQ had been working on for decades. We're going to take them down in less than a decade. It needs to happen. All right, Love Life site news. If you don't know who they are, sign up uh, because they always have really good news reports. LGBTQ activists, here we go again outraged by Florida bill to decriminalize, sorry, to criminalize adults sexually grooming children. Seems like a no-brainer. 
<laughs> you would think that normally that would be a no-brainer, no but we're certainly living in some strange times. So again, thankfully, Florida is really on the front line along with Texas in passing legislation. Florida Surgeon General calls for complete halt of COVID-19 vaccines. They're not safe. I mean, we knew this. We knew this as soon as they came out, before they came out. We knew it was a diabolical plan and uh, to reduce the world population. But it is good to see that there are advancements. Just in case you hadn't seen that, this is a good one. Italian health minister under investigation for murder concealing COVID-19 vaccine deaths. Well, hmm, I know here in BC that Bonnie Henry has done the same thing. And so we'll be keeping an eye on this. These people, they're criminal. They've committed crimes against humanity and justice needs to prevail. And we are going to continue to pursue that here in Canada as well. Now, this was a release just made today. It ends up that Pastor Arthur uh, Polowski and his brother Dawid and his, yeah, so brother, have filed a statement of claim against the Alberta government, Alberta Health Services, the Calgary Police, the RCMP Canada Post, and unknown parties in relation to allegations that over the past three years and beyond, these government agencies engaged in malicious prosecution, abusive process, false imprisonment, unlawful discrimination, battery assault, cruel and unusual punishment, etc. I am so excited uh, to hear of this. I've been having meetings with Pastor Arthur as well in the last year discussing these things. So his legal fight is going forward and we're going to pray for incredible results and that his lawyers will definitely have a very, well, it's to us, you know, I was going to say a strong argument, but there's no doubt that Pastor Artur Pulowski and his brother have been abused by the system and the federal government and the provincial government. So, uh, but he's going after Alberta. And uh, again, that is something that was uh, announced today. So you'll, you, you will see more of, I'm sure, in the coming days and weeks. All right. Have you seen this? Again, I said I wanted to bring good news reports into 2024. The mainstream media isn't talking about this, but German far farmers are on an uprising, just like the Netherlands. But it gets better. Poland, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, Austria, Hungary, Switzerland and France will close highways from 8 a.m. on January 9th. That was yesterday, of course, in solidarity with German German. Uh, farmers. And so things are really rising, rising up. And I'm again, I hope this is giving you a lot of encouragement. Now, a bit of a warning. Uh, I knew this years ago when I was fighting against the legalization of recreational marijuana and putting it in the hands of 12 year olds. The Trudeau government obviously had a nefarious plan. The globalists, you know, get our kids stoned and it will affect them and dumb them down. In China, you know, they're, they are educating their kids like crazy academically teaching them how to use weapons, etc. And here, Justin Trudeau is trying to get as many as possible stoned and onto drugs so that they're more controllable. And then, hey, we know that he agrees uh, he's in line with the Chinese. Maybe he's just going to keep all those, uh, you know, Asian students coming in and they'll rule the country eventually because our kids won't be able to. Not unless we pull them out and start really educating them. And so there's a there's a warning and uh, I think that we should take note of this, uh, that it was linked also to poor performances on verbal inhibitory working memory and episodic memory tasks. Okay, so now, doesn't matter. This is proof, evidence. Trudeau, when he first got in their first delegation with all of their candidates, they were talking about legalizing, this is back in 2016, legalizing prostitution and all hard drugs. And of course, that's exactly what they're doing. In BC, the NDP government has done 
uh, a good job in destroying our young people and young adults who are hooked on fentanyl, heroin, cocaine, meth, and the rest of it. And now the BC court, uh, that's what I was talking about, problems with uh, justices like Chief Justice Christopher Hinkson, who has ruled that restricting, this is about playgrounds, I'm sorry I didn't read the title, BC Supreme Court rules drug use in playgrounds protected under constitution. This is his reason. I mean, this individual needs to be removed. He needs to step down from the bench. He, he can't be trusted to uh, assess the Constitution or the criminal code. So maybe it's because, you know, they've made all these drugs legal. And now he has ruled that restricting those areas would impose irreparable harm to drug users if they were dire directed away from the parks and the playgrounds. Like they can't be stoned and high somewhere else. So while Hinkson acknowledged that this would mean public parks would face the reality of biohazards, drug paraphernalia being littered around, and that other members of the park being subjected to social harms like unpredictable behavior. Never mind all of that, he said. The concerns would have to take a back seat given the province's ongoing overdose crisis, which the NDP government has created. So now the rest of the public have to be put at risk of unpredictable behavior. And never mind biohazardous drug paraphernalia being in parks. Is a child going to step on a needle? I accept that the uh, attendant public safety risks are particularly concerning. He goes on to say, given that many of the restricted areas and places in the act are frequented by seniors, people with disabilities and families with young children. Hinkson ruled that BC's playground amendment was a violation of the right to life, liberty and security of the person guaranteed by Section 7 of the Charter Rights and Freedoms. So who knows about, you know, the rights of children and the elderly and parents and young families to be in a space free from harm, never mind that for the life, liberty and security of the person, drug, drug addicts now set the pace. So this will be coming to a province near you if you don't get serious about voting well. And this is why Action for Canada has chapters across the nation. I'm just going to go back to that beautiful image. This is what we are doing. This is what we are focused on to build communities within communities of like-minded people so we can put a stop to all of this insanity. I, I don't know if the Liberals and NDP have a mental assessment before they run for office, but you can see they're off their rockers. And now we got chief justices that uh, don't even care about young families or kids or protecting them anymore. I mean, the country is upside down. Okay. Um, now, this is where we're taking the shift, and this is going to work uh, towards tonight, the uh, conversation that we're going to have on the Empower Hour. I highly recommend, if you're watching the weekly upda update, that you go to the description to make sure that you watch the Empower Hour, because we're going to answer some really important questions and give you great information about the rising anti-Semitism uh, and the uh, support of Israel and what's happening with radical Islamists coming into Canada. So Trudeau liberals offer temporary visas to Palestinians with relatives in Canada. They're trying to say that, oh, it's only going to be, you know, several hundred or a couple of thousand. But there are other reports that this could move to a half a million Palestinians. And if you think those visas are actually going to be temporary, that they're actually all going to leave in three years, you're mistaken. He's also now, they've got Canada offering humanitarian visas to those fleeing Sudan if relatives pays, pay costs. So now we're going to have more Islamists coming into Canada rather than sending them to uh, Turkey, Lebanon, Egypt. I mean, they've taken over all of those countries from Christians. Why are they now flooding them into Christian nations uh, with that in mind? And so I'm going to give you reasons why we should be focusing on Christians in just a moment.
All right, but first I want, if you're new, under weekly actions, just slip down to, sorry, call to action, slip, slip down to weekly emails. We always have great information here that you can get uh, very quickly if it's something that we've just launched. Here's the year in review as well. And our page that I created for this week is, as I said, addressing the rise of anti-Semitism. I highly encourage you to spend less than 10 minutes reading this page. If you want to dig deeper, you can watch the videos. But what I want to focus on right now is the fact that, I, again, I highlight, by no means are we saying that all Palestinians pose a threat to Canadians, but there is significant evidence to support that there are legitimate reasons to be concerned about Trudeau allowing potentially hundreds of thousands more into Canada. The Canadian government has a duty and an obligation to put the safety and security of Canadian citizens first and foremost. The Palestinian Authority teaches their children and youth to hate and kill Israelis, but also infidels and kafirs. You are considered, if you're an unbeliever and a non-Muslim, you're considered either an infidel or a kafir. All of this is funded by UNRWA, who the Trudeau government has given $90 million to in 2019, and now they've committed another $100 million of your taxpayer dollars to promote UNRWA, who has got school, who have schools set up in the, um, in, uh, the Palestinian uh, region, and also the Palestinian government is using the money that's uh, provided from them, hundreds of millions from the United States and Canada, pay for slay a martyr's fund to reward terrorists and their families for carrying out attacks against Israelis and infidels. Let's just see for a moment, uh, uh, Trenzio, if you can even run half of this video, because I know my time is short, to see what are they teaching their children. And there's multiple videos all over the internet if you go looking for this. Thank you, Trenzio. If we seek peace between Palestinians and Israelis, we must educate our children to want peace. But the Palestinian Authority educates children to hate. I am the Palestinian child. My toys are the rock and the rifle. My friend, do you know what the 48 lands are? Haifa, Jaffa, Eger. Correct. And Nazareth and many more cities in these lands. The 48 lands are all ours and will return to us, right? The official Palestinian Authority schools, the media and mosques preach to kill Israelis just because they're Jews. And children emulate the murderous videos online. Take along a rock and knife. Stab and strike in Hebron. Do not consent to the rule of the despicable. This incitement comes directly from the Palestinian leadership. We welcome every drop of blood spilled in Jerusalem. These attacks are individual acts of heroism, and I am proud of them. The result of this incitement is hundreds of terror attacks in the past few months. Dozens of Israelis were murdered in those terror attacks. About half of the terrorists are under the age of 18. This incitement fuels terror and prevents peace. Okay, so I know you must be feeling as I do when I am reporting on this. I mean, all people want to say that uh, Islam and Christianity serve the same God, and 100% it's not. Everywhere that Islam enters, violence enters a nation. And so the Middle East used to be 95% Christian, and now it's less than 6%. Jerusalem uh, is a Christian uh, state, not state, sorry, community, and uh, they are down, now down to less than 3%.
Christianity because Islam is coming in and conquering, and now they're infiltrating the West, and we need to have this conversation, and we need to put a stop to it. And this is where I just, I want to give you an important announcement. I've been working for many months on this. Uh, for many years, I've been addressing uh, the rise of radical Islam in Canada. They've infiltrated all levels of government, and they are pushing their agenda. They want world dominance. And I tell you, as I said, we are the majority of Canadians, and there's a report here that uh, want Hamas supporters deported, but we need to shut down all manifestations of Islam in Canada. And this is not um, intolerant. This is wisdom. And we have never, Islam and the West have never been able to live at peace together because wherever the moderate Muslim comes, bless them. But I mean, radical Islam has the time, the power and the will and they want to conquer. And so as I've been working on this uh, with many meetings in the background, including over Christmas, I just want to help you to be aware that since Trudeau has approved these Palestinian refugee visas in Sudan, uh, we are taking steps to stop it. It must be stopped. Uh, therefore, Action for Canada is working on a plan to diplomatically and politically deal with this. I cannot tell you all the details just yet, but should have an update to report in the coming weeks as our plans unfold. Uh, this is sensitive information. Of course, the government is listening to and watching everything, you know, that I am doing. And so uh, the rising anti-Semitism in Canada is directly related to a growing Palestinian Islamic population who are in our streets, shopping centers, as I mentioned earlier, ice arenas, etc., disrupt disrupting our peace and attacking Canadian citizens, especially the Jewish community. We need to understand that Canada was founded on Judeo-Christian pr biblical principles and values and that the government has a duty to uphold and protect our sovereignty. And uh, a lot of people, not a lot of people, but some people may say, oh, you talk about you know, Christianity or religion too much. Well, nobody seems to have a problem with the Islamists, you know, pushing their agenda and talking about Islam too much. And it's so sensitive. Everybody's on eggshells. But the beauty about Christianity is it allows you to live freely. It is the only religion that allows a democracy. And I've repeated this. And so it's crucial that millions of Canadians call their elected officials and make it known we need to change the political talking points. And while we still hold a majority, this is the time uh, uh, to turn this around. And so I just can't appeal to you enough. So I'll just finish up and wrap up with giving you, I've already given you this update, what's going on in the world where Islam has come in and annihilated Christian nations. So over 50,000 Christians killed in Nigeria by Islamists, dozens a day, You'll, if you're looking for it, if you look in the news, they're being burned alive, beheaded, persecuted, as well as in Armenia, Christians are, are trapped and facing a, a genocide, which the media is not talking about. The UN, everybody is aware of it. There's multiple, you know, uh, reports if you look for it, but none of the main mainstream media is is talking about it. And this was, this is their homeland. Uh, they've been in this region, uh, I think, since the uh, fourth uh, for, uh, let me just go to my notes for a minute because I, I do want to make sure that this is correct. Yes, yeah, since 4th century AD, when Ar Armenia adopted Christianity as a national religion. And Armenia is located in the southwestern corner of the old city of Jerusalem, Israel. And so it's a common thread. Who's destroying them? Who's massacring, massacring them? But Muslims.
World looks other way as Christians killed for sport by jihadists in Nigeria. Here's a graph, uh, Nigeria, North Korea, India, Iran, China, uh, Pakistan, Eritrea. Remember, we had all of those Muslims on our streets in Calgary, thousands of hundred and fifty, I think it was, that were destroying the streets. They need to be deported. And you need to understand that unless you're communicating uh, your opposition to this with your uh, elected officials, it's not going to change. Palestinians are out blocking our streets, and here the RCMP, sorry, or the Toronto police, I believe it was, are coming out and giving them Tim Hortons, and they said it's because others couldn't get it to them. Who cares? Were they coming out and serving, you know, the people that were out in Ottawa with the truckers? I don't think so. And if you love Pierre Polyev, here he is at a Khalistani Sikh or a Hindu um, event, a city in the India state of Punjab is Amritsar. He says, we will build a Canada where it doesn't matter if your name is Martin or Mohammed, Singer Smith, Polyev or Patel. This is political pandering. And we need to understand that unless politicians listen to the millions, the majority, and that is what's going to shift the direction. This is one of the top uh, concerns that Canadians are facing today. You can see these kinds of events anywhere. Join Honest Reporting Canada, get their emails. They are sending out massive messages daily on what's happening in Canada as far as radical Islam is concerned and the hate that they're spewing, not only about Jews, but about Canadians as well. Here's another report. Some say this is just cherry picking, but if you look at the names, I don't know, I believe they're um, Kalistani Sikh. And, and this is a minority of the population that's doing a majority of the crime. It is not cherry picking, and we need to be able to have this conversation. Our number one is to protect Canada. And also under current issues, if you go to political Islam, um, I will just quickly go here, right here, pol political Islam in Canada. You will see this report on the rise of Islam. It is from 2019, 2018-19. If you go down, you'll see all the headlines of what's happening in Canada. Anyways, please. Let's sign the petition that we've created. Stop mass immigration. Demand a moratorium. We need people coming into Canada that actually like us and are going to embrace our culture. There's 56 Islamic majority countries. If they can't find peace and happiness there, they have no business coming into Canada and disrupting it and trying to turn it into yet the 57th Islamic majority countries. We're at war, my friends, and you need to step up. Deuteronomy 31.6 says, Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them for the Lord your God. He is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. But you know what? We got it. Thank you, Terenzi. I'll just come on now. If we stop share screen, thanks so much. And so we've got to take this uh, all very seriously. This is the weekly update. We're going to go to the Empower Hour. Our next week guest as well is going to be tremendous. We're actually going to be talking about the sexual abuse of boys and young men. And Action for Canada deals with many issues that are of concern. They are sexualizing our children in the school. They are exposing them to pornography. Boys are really the, the highest rate of those who will succumb to it and it will destroy lives. And so we need to be an advocate. We need to be addressing all of these issues. So thank you for your time. Please like this video, share it, and let's get this message out wide, uh, far and wide. Okay, God bless you and God bless Canada. Druthers is Canada's largest, most loved, independent, people-powered newspaper.
Now with over 8.5 million copies printed and distributed coast-to-coast coast by concerned Canadians like you. Please, donate, subscribe, volunteer, get involved. Together we can save this country. If you stand for freedom, go to www.druthers.net. Today's episode was sponsored by Galatians 5-1 Freedom Coffee. Galatians 5-1 is the first freedom-fighting coffee company focused on bringing unity back into community by bridging the divide with gourmet coffee. It goes beyond fueling the fight for freedom. Action for Canada receives 10% of all coffee sales made. Galatians 5-1 offer a wide selection of coffee products. Go to Galatians 5-1 freedom.coffee to choose your own personal coffee experience made just for you.